Everybody, this is the North Carolina Real Estate Show. I am Tiffany Weber. I'm an attorney at Thomas and Weber in Mooresville, North Carolina, and I am joined today by the best real estate paralegal in the state. And her name is Tana Garrity. Say hi, Tana. Hi. <laughs> so <laughs> no pressure. No pressure. This is Tana's first podcast. I'm, I'm nervous. Yeah, <laughs> don't be nervous. And this is actually episode one of the North Carolina Real Estate Show. So our goal here is to educate North Carolina real estate agents. Um, and, you know, give them information from the attorney's perspective of how to make this process, the closing process, smooth for their clients uh, and for them. So to make, you know, if you're a real estate agent, we want your life to be easier and we want you to be able to wow your clients with the fact of, gosh, that was a lot easier than I thought it would be. So um, today we are going to start with kind of some fundamentals of how long does the closing process take and what's involved? And Tana, it's a lot, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> we're not going to talk about um, the inspections and stuff. We're going to take it from the time that you submit a contract to the attorney to once all the money has been paid where it needs to go. So um, in our office, Tana, what is the first thing that happens in the closing process? We open up the file. Yep. And then we... And that's after we've gotten the signed contract, right? Oh, yes, ma'am. Yep. Yeah. We go ahead. We get the contract. They open up the file. Then we start the title search. Yep. And the title search is, um, I don't know, maybe agents have a detailed idea of what a title search is, but uh, <laughs> maybe not. So for their sake, um, the title search from the attorney's perspective is intended to discover any defects in title that would make it... Um, not possible for the buyer to obtain clear title at closing. So our North Carolina contract says it's the seller's obligation to provide clear title. So we are searching to find out whether the seller can do that. So Tana, what are the th where are we searching whenever we're doing the title search? We are searching their mortgages, any easements, any right-of-ways, judgments. Judgments are a big thing. Mm -hmm. um, and those have to be paid and sellers <laughs> get upset. <laughs> Yeah, we're just checking out anything that could be found on the property and against the seller. Yep, perfect. Um, so once the title search is done, what happens next? We just sit there. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just <laughs> She's not nervous anymore, folks. <laughs> then at that time, we wait for our information sheets to come in, and then whenever the seller sends in theirs, we order the payoff and the HOA dues, start getting documentation ready for closing, put all the numbers together. Just get our packet together, ready for closing. Yep. And that involves coordination of a lot of different parties, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's just not as simple as 10 minutes. I mean, it could take hours, you know. Yeah. yeah. Over many, many days, yeah. too, um, because not everything comes in at once. And, of course, Never. when you're dealing with multiple parties, um, you know, lenders have their documents they're preparing. So I know you're chasing lenders down left and right and saying, you have to have the package to us in 10 minutes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it's certainly a lot to chase down. Um but once all of that information is in, then it's time for everybody to come in and sign. So that's where I come in. Or in our office, we've got um, two other full-time attorneys and a part-time attorney. So you could either be with me or Aaron or Erica or Amy. But at that point, we sit down for what most buyers and sellers would call the closing. So for us, a closing is really the whole process. But um when the buyers and sellers are talking about the closing, they're talking about the appointment. So the settlement appointment where they come and sit with the attorney and sign all the stuff. So that's when we are having 
every piece of paper that needs to be signed to fulfill the terms of the contract, that's being done. And then every single document that the lender requires to be able to lend the money has to be signed. So once all of that is done, the settlement appointment is done, Mm -hmm. but uh, that doesn't mean we're closed. What happens next? (laughs) Well, we have to make sure everything is signed at closing and datum and notarized. We, at that time, have to send certain documents to the lender if they require a funding number because we need authorization from the lender in order to disperse their money. Mm-hmm. So if they don't get it Or before to they us, even send it, right? Exactly. Um, so we send those documents to them. Then they'll give us authorization. We'll get it ready for recording. Then, of course, our courier, or if we e-record it, we have to update the title from the date of the last commitment date to closing, and then we're able to record it. Mm-hmm. And another thing that you said, but I'm going to make it abundantly specific, is that all the money has to be in our account. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, so, all money. Buyers, yeah. sellers if they have to, lenders. Yeah, lenders. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think a lot of a lot of people will be sitting at the t- table and say, well, you're just going to e-record it, right? Well, e-recording is not instant because we still have to have all the money. We right. still have to have funding approval if that's necessary. Uh, we still have to update title. And then the e-recording is not instantaneous. You get in a line just like if you were standing there in person. Exactly. So I think that's a common misconception that e-recording is instant. So people will say, I'll just wait if you're going to e-record. Well, (laughs) (laughs) depends on what county we're in. Uh, E-recording, yeah, you you would be begging us to go in person if you knew how long some of these counties take to e-record. So we choose what's fastest for the client. Um, So, you know. I think that's an important thing to note that, you know, some people will say, I only go to this attorney because they record. Well, that doesn't necessarily mean it's the fastest way. And it's also not instant. So um, once all of those things are done, once the recording has happened, the deed has been stamped at the register of deeds. That's the legal conclusion of ownership transfer. But we're not done yet because now money has to be sent out. So what happens after recording? Once it's recorded, we notify all agents and everyone that the that has been recorded. Then we go ahead and we send out the wires to the buyers if the sellers, you know, and the sellers. Well, I'm sorry if the buyers get any money, we wire their money, and then notify the agents to come pick up their check. Yep, you know, and it's pretty much done yeah. then. Send out the payoff for the final and, policy, but we're not going to get into that. Yeah, because the final policy could take a while, but that's. Mm-hmm. Um, that's referring to the title insurance policies. So, you know, that takes a little bit of paperwork after the fact to get that done. But for from the party's perspective, after the recording, anybody who needs to get paid for something gets paid after right. recording and not before. Not That's, before. <laughs> yeah. The number of sellers I've had sit at my closing table say, well, I'm not giving them the keys until I get my money. Well, that's not lawful. <laughs> that is not allowed. So you, um, you know, the possession has to transfer at the recording of the deed and you can't get paid until the deed is recorded. So that's just the way it's got to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've certainly upset some sellers with my um, refusal to break the law, but <laughs> just, you know, so that's another thing. Uh, real estate agents help educate your your parties or your, your clients on the process so that their expectations um, are reasonable and that they understand exactly what's going to happen. So hopefully this uh, maybe told you a few things that you didn't know about what happens in the attorney's office and will help you explain that process to your clients a little bit better so that they feel like, okay, I understand what's happening. I'm comfortable with this. And this is not as hard or as bad as I thought it would be. So um, that's it for episode one of the North Carolina Real Estate Show. Thank you, Tana, for joining me. And we'll see you guys in the next episode.